0: Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Baby, now I got the flow Cause I know it from the start Maybe when you broke my heart That I had to come again And show you that I'd win Your lives mine All those times
1: I said that
0: I die for you, George Payton. It's a letdown in LA. Zeroing in on Dan Quinn. And, Joe Judge, you're fired. <gasps> All on Elway versus Peyton, McMuffin Munchin, Hooters Girls Wednesday Edition of the program. Let's go. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am, Zach.
2: What it do, baby? Yeah.
0: Hey, uh, Jake, can you not go anywhere again? Never. I mean, not never ever, but like, I had Andrew in here and Andrew's like, Turn the music down right away. He got all serious. Yeah, like that. And I was like, uh, I need something to feel me. Don't, don't turn the music down. Uh, no, we got a good one today. We got a plus one. Zach Seegers is in, hanging out with us today. I'll pull him in studio here in a couple minutes here. And uh, dude's good. Dude's young and talented. You know, we've, um, there's been, guys. listen, Benjamin, the great, Benjamin Albright doesn't exist without Danny Williams. Ryan Edwards, listen, <laughs> let's do a still in business, okay? Ryan Edwards' career in radio is what it is today because of Danny Williams. Still in business! uh, From the uh, Josh Dover's. To the I mean the 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 Dan Felmans, you know, all these guys. I'm I'm like Bill Walsh. I'm being serious. I'm there is no Albright deal. unless I drag him in and create him. And it's just true. Listen, he's he's a butterfly and he's a peacock. Obviously, he's done well for himself. You gotta let him fly. There's only so much I can do for you. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I'm like the go- the goose duck where I'm just going to like stop traffic and walk in the street while all my little geese cross the street. And I'm like, back, back, back. You know what I mean? They'll bite you. You know, I, I got to be know, careful around those. Geese. Oh, they're little bastards. They will, you know, they'll hurt you. But like, I'm telling you, Zach, you know, get like, <laughs> like it's I don't know what it is. Poop in my toilet, bro. You know what I mean? It's like if we we're if you went pooping the same toilet as me, because the it, great things will happen for you. You're gonna be a young star no matter what. But just take a little, um, you know, you know, whatever, just a little piece. Like a, I'm giving you like an infinity stone. You know what I mean? No one knows you have it. You're like Doctor Strange. Okay, so you do what you want with it, Zach. But you're young and talented, dude, and I think like you're gonna be a star. So, um, that's it, man.
2: Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, You went Dr. Strange. It was sounding more like Dr. Frankenstein over there. Oh, okay. The monsters of Denver sports. Well, do you know
0: what? Yeah, they are. Some of my mutant creatures have got out of control. I couldn't reel Albright back in. There's no stopping him now.
2: I know the pitchforks and uh, uh, flaming torches are coming sooner rather than later.
0: Well, there was some, you know, they're not all perfect. Kyle Laboria, he's a bit of a Magoo. magoo. OK, but he's doing well for himself, too, running something, doing something somewhere else. You know, even the great Husky Ronnie Court, you know, won't and he'll be like, no, I'm Nate's. I'm Nate from the Nate Lundy coaching tree. You know, he's doing big things for himself as well. So, um, so, Zach, let me ask you this. You're a young dude. Tell me all the things that you kind of do right now.
2: Oh, man. With Mile High Sports, I do a lot. I'm uh, uh, writing for them. uh, Six articles a week, doing uh, uh, two podcasts for them. Those are three times a week. Check out What's on Draft. Check out Manly Broncos, everyone. Uh, Oh, goodness. What else? I I appear on David uh, Hurlbut, Morning Huddle once a week. I'm everywhere.
0: It's starting to sound like child abuse.
2: Because you're young,
0: I'm wondering if we should send uh, child services in and have a look at what's going on around here.
2: Yeah, no, they they got uh, uh, past the child labor threshold just <laughs> yeah, barely. Because you're young, you seem like a young. Yes, dear. yes. Well, thank. You. Yeah, yeah. I am, uh, but they did uh, uh, just barely skirt those child labor laws, so that's important. I you thought know, your parents not gonna shut it down.
0: Maybe had to sign off. In order for you to work here it's like a a worker's permit or something i think like um no but uh okay so less
2: less workers permitted more like hundred dollars in a dark alley
0: okay no hundred dollar handshakes there's nothing wrong with that right bingo so um what's your i don't know you what what's let me ask you this what's the end game for you
2: End game yeah, uh, some kind of big, n- ideally national uh, analyst role. Honestly, uh, if okay, I'm like doing that. this, if I'm doing this for a living, that's a win. Yeah. Anything on top of that's gravy. If I can do this full time, talk about sports for a living, uh, ideally football, um, you, everything on top of that's gravy. I, I hope there's a lot of gravy, but everything on top of that's. Well, gravy. I'm going to tell
0: like half the guys who do it they suck they totally suck half the guys in this game yeah, are like me. it's like they're pat Shermers. you know what i mean like i don't want to like <laughs> it's just yeah. like i don't know like guys in our game whether it's writers or well do you know what though something has happened with, i have a journalism degree i would never tell anybody these days to go get a journalism degree what they would tell them to do is get a communications degree because like in my i listen when i had my uh, at high school i was like i want to be a beat writer i want to cover my hometown broncos okay so what i have to do you know for one I, I, i i any little paper in town who would have this is right out of high school hey what can i do for you what can i do for you? what can i do for you okay there was no websites then there was no predominantly orange or any of these I don't know. Do we mm-hmm. hate them? Or is that one we hate or like No, no, they're,
2: they're cool. They're are
0: cool. they? Okay. Like I don't even know the guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like so there wasn't that stuff yet. So I always tell a, a funny story. I don't know if you heard of Lavoz. It's like a Spanish mm-hmm. publication. It's been like around forever here, okay? Mm-hmm. I even rolled into Voz and I was like, Hey Lavoz, Voz, uh, can I cover some Broncos for you? And they're like, You speak Spanish? And I was like and they're like start saying things and i was like see (laughs) see and i think they put they ran a story one time and this is like and then i you know i was going to metro at the time chipping away and doing the whole thing i i graduated with so many journalism students tons who are like working at a bank now who are not doing journalism i promise you most of them aren't so like I don't know, you know, back in the day, I was like, you know, yeah, I had to grind. So I find my way to the Denver Daily News, which was a sweet little awesome paper that, you know, was California owned. And it's just like they, you know, they regretted closing down. But Gil and, you know, we had a good thing there, a really good thing. We're like breaking through. It was like I was there, you know, and then you have to use one thing to another. By the end, I'm working for Arnie and Pat at the Associated Press. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. They're only the world's largest and oldest news organization. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> Do you even know who my father is? So it's like, I don't know, Zach, my life sports were like, you get make the most out of it and you can have a good run here. Do it, bro. But like, you know, I, I want you to be like, <laughs> some people come in like, I want to be I think, on Sunday night football want to be the next Al Michaels. And I'm like, some people are like, okay, kid. Go get my, go fetch my coffee. It's like, you got to have these crazy dreams like that. Yeah, you just got to. And then like, I don't know. Of course, getting a job, like any job, that even stuff that we do, people kill just to do what you're doing right now, to be honest with you. Absolutely. You're really lucky. But, you know, to get really lucky, what is luck, Jake? Luck is when opportunity and preparation meet. They Opportunity, preparation. Meet, have sex together. Okay, at the end, the baby is—you never know. You never know. <laughs> we got, like the guys in the game, like hey, Mike Cliss won't die. F- will won't live forever. He will die eventually. The great Mike Cliss, and we will honor him. Okay, but you got the hair. Your hair. Give it to me. Ready? It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Uh, You got what it takes, Zach Strive, bro. I'm gonna make it happen for you. I will die for you. Okay.
2: Likewise, Danny. Thank okay, you. I thanks,
0: appreciate buddy. it. Sorry, you can do whatever you need to do. But how about like in a little bit, we, we talk about the coaching search and do some stuff like that because I think it's – listen, is it, raise your hand if Dan Quinn's going to be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. Okay, we're all raising our hands. Actually, can you put the camera on you too so the camera can see you two raising your hand? Let's do it again. Raise your hand if Dan Quinn's the next head coach. Everybody's raising their hand, guys. And Zach knows things and people. It's happening. I'm very satisfied with that because now – it seems like their criteria, their criteria, plus the guys, you know, in this equation here, the guys that they actually are interviewing, there's only really one guy who has all of the things they're looking for. And the one thing I like about Dan Quinn, the best thing I like about Dan Quinn, the best thing I like about Dan Quinn, I will tell you, on The other side. Let's go to break. 303 831 1340. The hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Danny Williams, Zach Seegers hanging out with us back there along with Jake Meyer. Jake, don't leave me again. Back on the other side at Smiley Sports. Obsessed with this song. I think the video is like a weird cartoon claymationy video thing. If you watch one like that, that's good. But this morning, <laughs> so we were up early, me and her. So we went. She's like, "Let's go get donuts." And I was like, "Let's roll." Like an hour before everybody was up. So she's like, "Can I see your phone?" And then like she's jamming this, right? So then, um, yeah, I dropped her. She has it on my phone. Okay, uh, at school, I dropped them off at school. And I see this live version of old fat Elton John at some, it's in cans. Well, it just like canes, cans, canes, cans, canes. Is it a festival? Like what they do? Oh, to- Cans.
3: I, I'm not sure.
0: I guess we'll never know, know. But so like that he's there. It's like, look, it's like a resort or something. And there's a DJ, like all these people. So he comes up with the DJ and he plays the song and he goes, I just recorded this one with Dua Lipa and they play this song. Okay. And he gets on the mic and does his part. And he's just, it's like for like six minutes and it's like a little live and he comes and does it. You know, he's old and sweaty and Dalton John and all that kind of stuff. Kind of a creep. Um, but he just rocks it live. Yeah, It was pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. So, uh, where were we? Okay. So again, <laughs> We've gone down this road before where we're falling in love with the candidate. We fall in love with the guy and we're thinking, well, this has got to be the guy. This guy makes the most sense. Okay. But I'd say Dan Quinn is, is there a hotter candidate than Dan Quinn? I think Dan Quinn, we might have all got a little excited about Brian Flores right away, but it just happened. And we're thinking like, that's the guy I want my coach to kind of look like. And I think there's some similarities, similarities to what the Dolphins were and what he did with them to what the Broncos have been and what did or didn't happen for them. But Dan Quinn is, he's got a better resume than Brian Flores by, I think, a lot. The Legion, the boom stuff and calling the plays for that squad. I mean, that's to be a part of what that was special. Okay, and again, you know, there's that's not like six, five, four Hall of Famers on that defense. It was just coordinated to be one of the great defenses of all time. I mean, Bobby Wagner's a great player. Richard Sherman, is he a Hall of Famer? Probably borderline right there. But like the Cam Chancellors, the you know, the Bennett's, there's some guys who, you know, they're just really good. OK, they weren't. It wasn't like like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, defense. That was when when they won it. Um, you had Simeon Rice, Warren Sapp, Rondé Barber, John Lynch, um, I mean, two or three other guys who I had to think about it. Um, they're like three or four of those guys are like Hall of Famers. So that's you know, that's that's what happened. So. Yeah. Um, what Dan Quinn has been able to do with, uh, for one, Legion of Boom. For one, the Falcons. What he did with the Falcons. I and mean, again, the Falcons have had offense even this year. Was the defense that helped them kind of go to the Super Bowl this year. And then um, that the Cowboys. The Cowboys defense was historically bad last year. The Cowboys defense last year was by the numbers historically bad. Historically bad was the Cowboys defense, not just a, a suck defense. Of course, historically bad. Okay, numbers wise. So. Uh, Dan Quinn, he's been able to. He's had success everywhere he's ever went. Everything he's touched has, you know, turned. Or as we say, turned. You know, I like Dan Quinn, but
3: I, I don't know. I think I might want an offensive minded head coach. Um, Dan Quinn's got the Super Bowl pedigree, but right when Kyle Shanahan left, that thing uh, really fell apart. Um, mm. So I, I think that. You know, getting a Can Doug Peterson.
0: Ma- He's got the same
3: Super Bowl pedigree. Yeah. He, you know, maybe it was Frank Reich. L- there's no but luster
0: there. I think there is luster. There's no luster there. He's too quirky for me. He's a bit of a magoo. magoo. Yeah, Dan Quinn kind of
3: gives off the vibes of a, a hard ass a little bit. Not, He's not a hard ass. He looks like check. a football coach. Yeah, yeah like put you in check. You know. Yeah. So you know, I like that about him. But I I don't want a defensive minded head coach again. Vance Joseph didn't work out. Vic Fangio didn't work he, okay. out. Okay,
0: so what I kind of was saying. Is there someone on there? Who is it? Okay. Um. Does Bert know like when he calls, you can't can't talk to you for like five or six minutes that so you got real work to do. Right. You're a nice guy. He does know. Oh, he does know. He should know by now. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, um. My point is, we may have be you know falling in love with Dan Quinn. I. I, I think there's two or three other teams that would do anything to have Dan Quinn as their head coach as well. So you get into a little bit of a bidding war. I think that's some of the stuff that the, you know, you know previous Elway-led Broncos, Elway's like a take it or leave it kind of guy. That's That was his, you know, how <laughs> was, was how he presented his offers. Was, Here's our offer, take it or leave it. And he was only a couple times ever really would be flexible with that kind of stuff. And that was for, you know, maybe Demarius and for Vaughn. So... You know, will George Payton do whatever it takes to land the head coach that he wants? And did the Broncos, I mean, they totally settled for Vic Fangio. That's a total settle when you give a guy like that, that old who's never had a head coaching job before a head coaching job. You know, Vance was like a hot commodity and then Vance got you in the room and he was like, "Just that I'm a winner. <laughs> I get, I the, get NFL. the NFL." And it's like, whoa. It's just that I'm a winner. Dang. Okay. And, you know, Vance, you know, looks like he's been lifting with the players, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I get that, you know. Um, but I think that the Broncos would have to make him one of like the highest paid coaches in the NFL. Maybe give him that Matt Rule sixth year, extra year on the contract kind of stuff. Are the Broncos willing? And then, you know, in their ownerships kind of situation. Able to kind of do that? Can Dan Quinn be lured away by you know? Dan Quinn might think that Kirk Cousins is a hell of a quarterback. I think I could win with him. Reminds me of uh, Matt Ryan. That team reminds me a lot of the team that uh I took to a Super Bowl. You know, like really honestly, they're are they cut from that same cloth a little bit? Yeah, I'm not. No, I, no? the Vikings are not. Well, um, you don't know what Dan Quinn likes,
3: right? You know that's the unknown factor of it all. But you know the stability of the ownership might. You know, sway Dan Quinn or another head coaching candidate in
0: the other direction. That it's not the best situation to have. If he gets his contract, what does he care? If he gets his five years at eight million or seven million bucks per, whatever you know, co- coaches make these days, then what's the problem? Right. He he's
3: he's more about the on the field.
0: Oh, stuff. Say Dan he, Quinn he, he is such less. a hot commodity, um, and they uh, let's see, uh, say Miami. Likes the guy so much. Who's got uh, three teams have general manager openings too? It's the Giants, the it's Bears. the the Bears, and, the and it's the Vikings. Say the Bears right now are willing to give Dan Quinn the Kyle Shanahan. Um, you're the head coach, and you will help pick the general manager who will le- work work alongside you. Type of that's what do I know? Coach, uh, G- am I going to come coach George Payton's players? Or am I going to help? you know, put the draft board together with the general manager who I brought in who's kind of going to answer to me. That, for one, is why Kyle Shanahan is in San Francisco. And all these other fools who are like, Kyle Shanahan should have been the head coach of the Broncos. Elway really dropped the ball in that one. No. Kyle Shanahan, if he wanted to be the head coach of the Broncos here, would have coached John Elway's players. The 49ers gave Kyle Shanahan basically like the keys to the freaking stadium. And said, well, you will coach this team and you will. He he hired John Lynch. So for one, that's a whole other story for another day. But that's the, what happened there. It really depends on. Yeah, that's what happened there. So, say the Bears are willing to give Dan Quinn some of that same stuff. That's way more than the Broncos could offer. Absolutely,
3: I think it really depends on what Dan, what type of person Dan Quinn is. Does he like the power, or does he like to delegate a little bit more and you know, um, kind of have some help? And is he going to be overwhelmed by having a GM type role as well, or does he just want to handle the football stuff? Let
0: me hear Zach on this one really quick. What do you got on that one?
2: Uh, it's so tough with Quinn. I, I do think he's a little overrated in, in some areas, like the defensive mastermind stuff. You were talking about his, his track record with Seattle, which, yeah, it's certainly impressive. I, I kind of disagree on the Hall of Famer point. There's three, four Hall of Famers on that defense. It's one of the most talented in NFL history. Then he goes to Atlanta. The defense struggles. The big complaint there is, well, the personnel wasn't good. Now he goes to Dallas, and it's great again, but you've got Trevon Diggs, who has a potential to break uh, a record that has stood since the days of Dick Night Train Lane, which, going back a ways, um, uh, you've got Micah Parsons, who... uh, So you're not giving uh, any credit to
0: to the development of Diggs and Parsons that is under the direct... You know, um,
2: he deserves some credit for that. But Bradley cultivated the talent in Seattle before he left for the Jacksonville head coaching job. Yeah. So that one, he does deserve the credit for cultivating Diggs and Parsons this season uh, in part into what they've been. I'm not trying to remove. I'm not. I'm not I want to hear it. No, please. It. I
0: like what you're saying. Quite I think a bit. there's
2: the I, I just I don't think it's quite. The slam dunk. And you talk, okay, if you have the defensive guy, part of the struggle with having a defensive coach is obviously it's an offensive league now. You need to find that good offensive coordinator who can run the offense. You know what happens if you find the good offensive coordinator, as Dan Quinn showed in Atlanta? They get hired. They go head coach elsewhere, and now all of a sudden you have to make the right hire again. Yeah, but that's and that's, that's a, a good problem.
0: Yeah, but that's a good problem to have because you're so leaving you- a good offense in someone's hands. We have a bad taste in our mouth because we kept going through them. We, we're also putting out there a poop offense for the last six years. You it's know?
2: fair, but it didn't necessarily work with Dirk Cutter and Steve Sarkeesian in Atlanta. So it's like maybe he gets that first hire right, but is he going to get the second and the third? Yeah, and the but fourth? do
0: you know what? There's there's something now that the most attractive thing about Dan Quinn. Two things you said. Only one thing I'd argue. I think Richard Sherman's a Hall of Famer. I think Bobby Wagner is. I don't think Cam Chancellor's... Earl he, Thomas is. Earl, Th- uh, the yeah, way,
2: Earl Thomas's first ballot. Uh, the way it's gone out with him lately and he's kind of... Maybe the ending. The ending was abrupt and I guess there's some off-field stuff. Maybe he has to I wait think you're a remembering the bit. highest
0: of highs. and I, Let, let me look like at a... a bo- three,
2: four-year peak. He's got tons of all-pro. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Let me see I, if I, he's got the six or
0: seven... Um, Pro Bowls and not just the 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 you know five or four because you know if you're doing a decade that's almost kind of every case is a little bit different. I think he's
2: on the All Decade team as the as the first team safety for what it's worth, which I think if you're I think that that is worth quite a bit. Um,
0: So um, the most attractive thing about Dan Quinn, Burt's gonna have to wait till the other side. Is um, he's seven Pro Bowls, three first team All Pros. Yeah, he's probably. Hall of Famer. I don't know if he's a slam dunk first ballot, but
2: yeah, maybe not he's a
0: two, three, four, you know, years on the ballot, and then in. Um, anyways, the most attractive thing about Dan Quinn is now he's proven that anything he touches, he can kind of turn. And the most attractive thing about uh, Pete Carroll and Rex Ryan, maybe two different, you know, styles, two different guys, is they are master motivators. They turn just average guys into great players and great players into really special players. Dan Quinn has proven himself to be able to lift everywhere he's kind of been, even if he gets no credit for that in Seattle, even though he called the place for that defense. took a Falcons team that was like, could have been this same Falcons team of the last few years to a Super Bowl. Yeah, they lost in glorious fashion. It's not easy to... (laughs) It's so many things have to happen to get to a Super Bowl. You know, what he did with the Falcons, I think, was pretty special um and then um i think what he helped create in a rookie in micah parsons and the season that Diggs had has been incredible this is how it works people want brian callahan who think he's the brian callahan from 25 years ago who was coach the raiders he because this 37 year old is Helped be a pooped in the same toilet as the head coach in Cincinnati. That's how the, is He, you know, not near qualified as some of these other candidates now, but that's how this thing works. So if I'm going to, if half of the battle is like, I'm going to hire a hot hand, at least I want to go hire a hot hand. Who's had a bunch of success in every place that he's ever went. That's the most attractive thing about Dan Quinn to me. Of course I want an offensive-minded head coach. I mean, like, in this era, era Era. of football, I mean, like, of course I want that. But Dan Quinn checks a lot of boxes as well. And I think there's those coordinators, young hotshot corner to go be found. I think those guys can be found and had easier than rolling the dice on a head coach to be one of those guys, if that makes sense.
3: I don't think Dan Quinn's a bad choice by any means, But I still would want an offensive head coach. Okay,
0: I need you guys to, on the break, come up with a better candidate or two, and we'll talk about it. Smiley Sports. I saw the fire in your eyes. Back in on a Role Play Wednesday edition of the program. 303 831 1340 is the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Radio on demand tab. Why you're there, we'll get you podcasted versions of our uh, previous works. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Hey, Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. Thanks for I watching us. Show uh on the stream a lot of you guys do it all the time a lot of you guys are doing it right now so that's um badass jake that is
3: badass and we actually have a text uh from our guy dirty mike and the boys What'd they say they said everyone is zero zeroing in on the wrong dudes i don't want a new snowblower that i have to assemble i want a machine that is already up and running let's
0: trade for dan campbell let's bite some kneecaps off i kind of like dan campbell He's not being, he's only kind of half serious with that kind of thing. But a Dan Campbell type would make me feel like I got, again, like, I swear, like, half the battle of being a head coach in the NFL, it's like, you got to, you got to, like, look the part. Leadership. You got to wear it. You got to look the part. And that goes into that leadership kind of stuff. You know what I mean? so, Big Fangio was, you know, just the, you, you can never buy it. You can never buy it, you know. Um, and then Vance was kind of all show and no dough, you know. So Just that I'm a winner. <laughs> so I got two head coaching candidates that I
3: think may be better than Dan okay. Quinn. Uh, first one I said it last segment, Doug Peterson. You know, Why would he, he be
0: better? Just because he's won he's, a Super he's Bowl? He's got the
3: Super Bowl. And you got to remember, in that playoff run, they were underdogs every single time. Game of that playoff run. So, and he did it with a backup quarterback with Nick Foles. So, if you think, you know, he's not able to get a team up, you know, for a game, and the you're most underdogs- attractive
0: thing about Doug Peterson is probably not two things: the Super Bowl ring and then the Andy Reid pedigree. Right. Right. And now that stuff is, I don't know that's attractive to me. Is Bert still there? Yes. Let's go out to the hotline and get him. Hey, Bert. Sorry, buddy.
4: Hey, you guys are doing fine. Uh, yeah, like they said last night, uh, we're going to do the chicken before the egg thing. You, are they going to get ownership before? See, this is the first time in history of this franchise that you're looking for brand new owners. You're looking for a brand new
0: coach, uh,
4: head coach. And a quarterback. And you're also looking for a brand new starting
0: quarterback. Actually, it, it's, it's never me- happened. It- I don't maybe not all along the same kind of season here, but will you go look and see what your Dan Reeves was hired by the Broncos, please? Because right after right uh-huh. after the Broncos traded for John Elway, Edgar Kaiser sold the team to Pat Bolin. I mean, Ooh. in the next year. So that's a new uh, – listen, you trade for the number one overall pick, the number one overall pick, and then a franchise being sold, you know, in a pretty good big city and a pretty proud franchise like the Broncos. And what year was Dan Reeves hired to? 1981. In 81. So Reeves in 81, uh, L.A. in 83 or 82, and Edgar Kaiser in 83 or 84. Hey, I mean, that's – you know, look, look at that. You know, what happened – with those three decisions, um, all mm-hmm. critical, crucial, franchise-altering, they hit on all three. Mm-hmm.
4: And then they were talking about offense coordinators. What about Nathaniel Hackett from uh, the Green Bay Packers?
0: Yeah, he's on the list. They've actually requested to talk to him. Everyone's been kind of figuring out who these candidates are a little bit, and he's interesting he's, you know he's got an interesting personality uh some people i think like that would like him i think some people would be turned off by him you got to go do go do a little you know um when he's microphone go do a little research on that guy uh go look it up on uh your but
4: uh, i think all of this is going to be put together before the nfl draft i really do oh for I sure think the,
0: yeah two, two or three weeks they'll make make a hire two or three weeks yeah. they'll make a hire
4: and they want to put Peyton Manning uh, probably with Cooper Manning because they got the money to buy it. No, franchise. they don't. Yeah.
0: Listen, oh, they, they, have, have they have enough money. <laughs> they, listen, Peyton and in we have enough money to put their money up against a real rich guy, a real, real rich guy's money. And the, the real rich guy what needs Peyton to land the team, to be the face of the team. OK, yeah, that's what yeah. the rich guy needs uh, Payton or Elway for. And then obviously Payton or and John Elway need the rich guy for their money, you know, for their 50 or 60 percent or even 75 percent ownership, because John Elway and Peyton Manning's ownership is going to be like a 10 percent ownership. 10 percent, bro. 10, 15 oh, yeah. percent. That's
4: the reason why I got my spies at DIA. And? I got my spies at Shanahan's.
0: And you got your spies at uh, P.T.'s. The
4: (laughs) P.T.'s. He's got his
0: spies at Paper Tiger.
4: The Paper Tiger. (laughs) You're so funny.
0: He's got his spies at the Peep Show on Santa Fe.
4: (laughs) Danny, you're bringing it today. I'm just going to let you know that. I'm what today? You're bringing it today. Oh,
0: shucks. Thanks. It's Zach. He's bringing the fire out of me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Even though, even though. Yeah. Jake was wicked smart because you know he picked Georgia to win. He's well,
0: I had to bring him a McMuffin today, and uh, well, how is your iced m- caramel? Oh, it's good. Uh, the The McMuffin's gone already. Yeah, uh, but the coffee, I'm you know sipping it. It's it's tasty. nice, nice and tasty. They're like, I was like, well, uh, what kind of iced coffee do you want? I'm like, I don't know, man. What kind do you think Jake would like? And she was like, we have hazelnut. Caramel, mocha, and I was like caramel. You said caramel, right? I'm a caramel guy for All right. sure. All right, All right, um, bro. We gotta go, bro.
4: Oh yeah. So you're uh today. I want you to do something with Peyton Manning and a rich guy and John Elway and do that. Okay. For 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 the role play.
0: play? Okay, I like that. I like for that. We'll do it. We'll way. do it top of the hour at the ten fifteen. I like that.
4: All right. I'll listen to you guys. All right. Bye.
0: All right. Bye. All right, get Zach real quick. I want Zach's two top candidates, his own top two candidates. I got one more. I got one more okay. real quick. Uh Jim Caldwell. Okay, why Jim Caldwell?
3: You know, the again, the Super Bowl pedigree. If he could take the Lions to um, you know, what what seems like their best season in the longest Listen,
0: time. He's it would be a fine hire, and I think winning in Detroit, winning in Detroit, it, that ain't easy to do. I mean, like winning, go to the playoffs, Detroit's like winning a Super Bowl somewhere else. You know what I mean? So Jim Caldwell, it won't wouldn't be a sexy hire. But like if I'm like Jacksonville, I'd be into Jim Caldwell. I don't know if I'm the Bronx, if I'm into Jim Caldwell. Zach, give me your top two candidates.
2: Hackett's from number one for me right now. Why? I think the relationship with Rodgers is valuable. He brings a lot to that offense. That offense is really creative. Is that the biggest if, if reason? I'm, the Rodgers thing is big, but he's also a smart offensive coach. He's ready for it. I think Green Bay gets way underrated. That Their success is not just all Rodgers. They are one of the better coach teams in the NFL. Look at Matt LaFleur having the best winning percentage in NFL history. He's the
0: first guy in NFL history to have Three 12-win seasons in his first three seasons as a head coach,
2: and I think that uh, uh, trickles down throughout the rest of the staff. Hackett's done a great job with that offense, and you look at like what has Denver been so desperate for? Because they've got the talent. It's they need a creative offensive mind who's willing to adapt his scheme to that talent and come up with inventive ways to uh, uh, put that talent in positions to succeed. That's all Hackett has done in Green Bay. Like yes, he's got some <laughs> fantastic tools in Rogers and Adams, but they're fairly limited. He's only got the it's, it's one. It's like. Got, if you're any defense going into that game is going, let's throw everything at Adams. And despite every defense on earth doing that, he consistently gets Adams wide We have open.
0: to look at this thing as really put yourself in the world, in the multiverse, where we hire the head coach and we Don't get Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. That's the way we have to live our lives, and that's the way we have to make this higher, I I, I believe. At least us. Definitely on our end. If George Payton, which I said, I hope since last year, since his first day on the job, that he's been laying the groundwork down for Russell Wilson. I hope since last year, which we do know, we don't know if they were this close to trading for Rodgers on draft night or if they were this close. But they were right there, okay. So we have to function as though I think we're gonna hire a Coach. And like, if if, I, if we if we hired Nathaniel Hackett and we didn't get Aaron Rodgers, then I'd be like, Ugh. I don't know. I wouldn't feel as good as like, well, Dan Quinn is showing me he can win with go to a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan, who to me is like Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins. Before, same guy, same guy. Spider-Man's pointing at each other.
2: Fair, but before uh, uh, before he was in Green Bay, he was Jacksonville's offensive coordinator. And again, they weren't lighting the world on fire, but with Blake Bortles and some pretty subpar offensive pieces, a bad offensive line, they had a fine offense, an offense that was yeah. uh, good enough to make some noise in the AFC. I like
0: Nathaniel Hackett. He's in one of my top five candidates.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He is. But what I like about him the most is I think I'm getting Aaron Rodgers too. That's like it improves I'm,
2: your odds. And isn't that worth something?
0: It is. It's very, it is. It's worth everything if I get him. But if I don't, then people are going to be like, he's only here because we thought we're getting Aaron Rodgers and we didn't. So right that's away, it's fair. Right away, we're almost holding something against Nathaniel Hackett for him not bringing um, Aaron Rodgers with him. And that's real. That's, that is a real thing. You look at Twitter. You know what I mean? That's that's what Twitter is, is that kind of stuff. So let's go to break, come back, 303-831-1340. We'll do some more of this stuff. I like Zach having, like, having a football insider at any moment of the show. I need to come in and just give us insight at any time. Because, you know, sh- shows will have a guy, all right, it's 9.15. Uh, let's do our weekly segment with Zach. But I like Zach at any moment. I'm like, Zach, are you back there? Okay. I wish I could have that every day. All right, Danny Williams and Jake Meyer along with Zach Segers back on the other side of Smiley Sports. on a role play Wednesday edition of the program. And uh, how'd you find this little one? I heard it on the radio yesterday. Really? Yeah. 93.3. I
3: was like, what is this? It sounds it's- like something Danny would like.
0: I've never heard it before. Is this a new one? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, turn it up. I used to hate my stepdad to this one. Totally. This is Incubus. You're right. This is what music was like back in my day, Jake. Okay, so. (laughs) Listen, old buzzard. (laughs) Dust your records off some other time, old man. Okay. Okay. We appreciate you guys being with us. We have a little mini-segment here left before we shut it down for the first hour. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. Who is it? Singer-songwriter. It's Ray Ray. Hey, Ray Ray.
1: What's up, Danny and Jake and my high sports and all the pretty wild women worldwide?
0: Let's go on a positive note.
1: Want my apple cider vinegar and my Jimmy John's and, hey, uh, Santiago's and Tamala Kitchen and Chubby's. Hey, let's go and pause positive note with your Denver Broncos. I have a feeling it's going to be Peyton Manning running the whole show and buying the Broncos because he's the—he's got his uh, skills and his money sitting. I've been hearing this for years, even out here in LA. And uh, uh, your uh, Eric the Enemy will be your coach and stuff, so that will help out too. So yeah, and then you guys get a good quarterback. If it's Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, somebody good that sits down the line and they've got to do their jobs right. But, you know, we'll see what goes on. And the main guy I'd like to see if he could ever do it, but I think he could, would be The Rock. I'd like to see The Rock buy the Denver Broncos and the organization and change it right like it should be. What are you got to say, Danny?
0: Um. I love the idea of the rock buying the Broncos. hadn't heard that one yet, but if you know Peyton or uh, John Elway can put together a group, why like couldn't the rock? I'm sure Rock's got 500 million to be a, you know, 15% owner of the Broncos. Um, you mentioned Bienemy there. We, again, everyone's wondering, why does everyone overlook Eric B as we ourselves are overlooking Eric B He, you know, our own backyard kind of stuff. Um, I don't know, man. What the negative rap on that guy is, I hear he's rough around the edges a little bit, and it just feels like it's passing him by. But also, I hear the Vikings are kind of hot on him, too. So, uh, I'm with you, Ray, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, John Elway Peyton Manning, I'd take either of them, and maybe we'll do that on the other side for a role play. Uh, but I'll take either of those guys as a face of an ownership group to own the Broncos for um, 25 to 35 years.
1: That'll be great, man. That's what you gotta do, because Eric Emery, he's old school, of Denver, Colorado, you know, and, and raised and played for CU Buffs, Bill McCartney, and that's what I liked about Bill McCartney back in the day. I told Irvin, Joe, and Terry Smith back in the day that Bill McCartney was serious, and he had his guys playing hard and stuff, just like when I played b-ball, our coaches would tell us, if you're gonna play, get out there. If you're not, then sit on the bench and be a bench warmer, you know, because we're here to play, and we're not here about the money when we grew up and played ball and any other sport, and that's what I'm to teach people in wrestling and WWE you either wrestle or get out of the kitchen but hey
0: have a good day We Mike come out let's go 303-831-1340 the hotline the go fast energy drink text line thanks for being with us it always comes back to the chili peppers for Jake everything in his life it always comes back to the chili peppers I like some spice in my life what could I say yeah, there's nothing wrong with that uh okay We have a lot going on in the second hour. Hooters girls will be here. We have some role play that we will do on the other side. We need someone on the text line, a few of you guys, to give us two or three different uh, roles to play. For one, you're going to be Peyton, Jake. George Peyton or Peyton Manning? Both. No, we're going to be Peyton Manning, and I'm going to be John Elway, and you're going to make your best case to own the Denver Broncos. Okay. All right? All right. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, Zach Seegers hanging out with us as well on a Roleplay Wednesday edition of the program. It's Mile Sports.